0: Lent is a time for self-reflection and prayer. One way to do this is by exploring the life, actions, and teachings of Jesus. First Baptist Church of Athens, Georgia offers these devotions for your Lenten journey. Using the book, Seeing with Jesus, Developing a Worldview Shaped by the Gospels, written by Jack Glasgow, members from our church have prepared daily devotions offering insights, Discoveries, and yes, sometimes, questions. This week, our devotions correspond with Chapter 2, Seeing with His Disciples. Today's devotion is from Kathy Coleman. Listen as the piano arrangement of Be Thou My Vision, played by Alan MacArthur, points you to look at the world through the eyes of Jesus.
1: passage for today is Matthew 16, 24 through 26. Then Jesus told his disciples, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit them if they gain the whole world, but forfeit their life? Or what will they give in return for their life? I was baptized at Gibson Baptist Church along with my three sisters on May 14, 1972. It was Mother's Day. Getting four girls between the ages of 7 and 14 out the door for church was a circus. It was a big day, though. We were so excited about baptism. I remember being excited right up until it was time to step down into the water. Then I felt nervous. Actually, I was terrified. The water was really deep, and I couldn't swim. When I peeked around the curtain, Reverend Alford seemed so far away. There were several steps down into the baptismal pool, then a couple of steps before I could reach his hand. If I could make it to his hand, he would help me up on the platform. I really wanted to turn around. I was so scared. I just didn't think I could go through with it. But my sister, knowing my fear of the water, stepped in and assured me, that I had asked Jesus into my heart and he would not let me drown in church. She led me down the first few steps and was there to greet me as I came back up the steps. And my sister was right. I didn't drown. As I reflect on that Mother's Day, when my journey first began with Jesus, I don't think my 10-year-old brain could fully understand the depth of the commitment I was making, or that it was just the first step in a lifelong journey of following Jesus. The disciples' first step was certainly much different than mine. When reading chapter 2 of our study, I began to question just how little the cost of following Jesus has been for me in comparison to the disciples'. I imagine being in Matthew's shoes, working hard in the tax collector booth, the money bags are full. Then Jesus walks by and simply says, follow me. And Matthew got up immediately and followed Jesus. Under those circumstances, would I drop everything and answer Jesus' call to follow me? Would my response be immediate? Could I just go without taking a shower, packing a change of clothes, or a lunch for the road? Could I just go without grabbing a mocha? Could I go without telling my family goodbye? Could I really deny myself, die to myself, take up my cross, and follow Jesus? Maybe this Lent, I can forego the sacrifice of chocolate and soft drinks to focus more on seeing discipleship through the eyes of Jesus. In the book, Seeing with Jesus, Jack Glasgow says that ultimately, the power of discipleship is measured by the degree of faith inside the disciple. We are called to simply believe, to trust, to have faith, in our innermost being. If I forego my usual Lenten fast to focus on discipleship through the eyes of Jesus, I wonder how the world will look different. I wonder if Jesus might invite me to do something I'm afraid to do. What if Jesus invites me to give up being anxious or judgmental or complaining What if Jesus invites me to radical honesty or unremitting self-care? What if I fail to do what Jesus asked me to do? Fifty years ago, I learned that Jesus does not let us drown in failure. Each day, each moment, I can reach out to find a hand guiding me to take the next right step on my journey. May you know the same faith and grace in your heart today. Please pray with me. Gracious and loving God, thank you for your mercy and grace and for your ever-present outstretched hand. We pray that you open our hearts to your vision of discipleship. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.